hummus. I got the hummus. Maybe if I wasn't going commando, I better not do any lunges. I don't know. I think maybe I'm getting my period. But you left the chair. Aria. Welcome to Pivot. A friend's podcast with Whitney and Brianna. Pivot, Whitney. Pivot. What are you sipping on? Is that water in a margarita glass or is that straight up hard liquor (laughs) by itself? No, actually, I thought it'd be a little festive. Um, It is a Topo Chico margarita in a margarita glass. Oh, a Topo Chico. Yes. I like it. I like it. I know I saw myself like in the little zoom square and I'm like, it looks like I'm sipping on a martini. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I was like, dude, I think that's straight up alcohol. (laughs) That's not a margarita. It's not water. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I just finished downing some, um, you know, if this company wants to throw some money our way and Topo Chico hard seltzer, you want to throw some money down Whitney's way. We welcome it for, (laughs) talking about your products. I just finished downing this flavor that I love. Caramel Premier Protein. Woohoo! Ooh, party tonight. I know. Rocking hard <laughs> with the hard seltzer and the protein shake. <laughs> you know, got to keep you on your toes. You never know what we're going to be drinking. I know. Or in what glass we're going to be drinking it from. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yes. So last episode was episode one of season three. This time we have the one where no one's ready. This (laughs) is season three, episode two. I got trivia questions for you. Let's see how well you remember. Question number one. What happened to actor Matt LeBlanc because of this episode? Question number two, how do the rotten boys ruin Phoebe's dress? And question number three, Chandler steals Joey's underwear. Joey does the opposite. What is it? What is the opposite of stealing someone's underwear? (laughs) (laughs) I love, he's like, that is so not the opposite of stealing someone's underwear. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> I was going to quote it, but I'll just save it. Oh, man. Yeah. So here we go. The interesting thing about this episode is I didn't think anything of it while watching it. But after years of being such a fan and learning so many things about the show and the show's production, um, we learned that this episode all happens and takes place in Monica and Rachel's apartment. And the reason for it is because the show was spending money on numerous sets and they needed to kind of like make up for those more expensive episodes And the way to do that was to not have so many sets. So not scenes taking place in different uh, places in different places. This all takes, it all happens in one place, the lady's apartment, and that's it. But just at the very, very, very end, they are in a different area. 
but they talk about how they did that super minimally just by hanging up curtains and adding a bunch of plants. Yeah, when, yeah. They're at, when they're at Ross's event. Um, so that's how they save money. And that's the whole sole reason that this episode is shot in the late. Well, they didn't apartment. have to, they didn't have to pay other actors to come in too. Right. And they said it's the first time where they had all six of them together for like the whole storyline. Yeah. And because of this, another little interesting trivia piece they loved it so much. I listened to the commentary on this episode on my OG DVD box set when it was released. And they were talking about, the two writers were talking about, they had so much fun. They're like, it's a challenge for the writers. And the actors have so much fun all being together. They kind of get like a little silly and goofy. And they said some of our best episodes episodes are like this. She said the Thanksgiving episodes, everybody's all together and pretty much takes place in the ladies' apartment. apartment they said, yeah. but aside from that, every season after this episode, the one where no one's ready, after this, we always try to make one episode where they're all six together, all in one location, aside from the Thanksgiving episodes. Because the writers felt that some of the best episodes came from it. Yeah. So I just thought that was kind of neat. Yeah. I mean, like, oh, have, it's so awesome. This, Let's do it again. Well, I mean, it's like at this point, they have such a great dynamic. And they play off each other so well that, I mean, it's, it's really like gold whenever you have all six of them together. Yeah. So as we stated, it's on the ladies' apartment. And Ross has a big event. He is speaking, uh, chime in Whitney anytime. He's speaking, he's giving a speech. He's a keynote speaker for something. And I, I think I think it's a just a, like a fundraiser thing, isn't it? Oh, yes, you're like right. Like a museum but, fundraiser. Yeah, but doesn't Ross have to speak? Hmm. Or is it just yeah, because- Ross, Ross does give a little speech, but um, I can't remember. I mean, they don't but really the speech go isn't too really much the, into that. Yeah, it's not really the focus. No. Um, and he says, like, we cannot be late because we're sitting down in front. I'm speaking. Everyone will notice if we're late. Mm -hmm. So he shows up. He shows up in a tux. Yep. Um, oh, not yet. Let's start off with the cold open. It's Joey and Chandler in Monica and Rachel's apartment. Joey is looking for something to eat in the fridge. Oh, that's right. Uh-huh. And he pulls out this glass and he doesn't know what it is. And so he's like, you know, what is this? Is it water, orange juice? Oh, oh he's looking through the fridge and saying what they have to eat. And he's all like, uh, what looks like cider? Mm -hmm. Oh, that's what it was. He's looking for something to drink. And he's got water, apple juice, and what looks like cider. Like, what is this? Chandler sitting on the couch and he just tells him, taste it. So Joey tastes so, it. He's sitting in the big armchair. This is an important piece of information. Chandler is sitting in the big armchair and he said, I don't know, man, taste it. <laughs> so so Joey does. does. And he's like, yep, it's fat. I drank fat. Drink fat. And Chandler says, yeah, I know. I did that two minutes ago. 
<laughs> so he totally set them up. I'm like, okay, this right here shows these two, like they're siblings. Pretty they do much. stuff to each other like siblings. And that's how they're going to act for the rest of the episode. Oh yeah. Like annoying siblings. I identified so much. I'm like, this is like me and my brother growing up as kids. <laughs> yeah. I'm not touching you really hit home. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, we'll get not to that one. Uh huh. Um, let me ask you, Whitney, did you know anybody that stores fat in the refrigerator? No, uh, honestly, I don't think so. Um, Ben was watching, like he was in the living room with me whenever I was watching this episode and my husband and, uh, he said, now what is that? And I said, you know, like fat. And he goes like from an animal, (laughs) like, where'd you get this fat? (laughs) Yeah. And, and I was like, yeah, it's because. It was at the end whenever they're trying to get Ross to drink it. That's, and then so uh, <laughs> I saw the look on his face when Ross starts going, it's just a vanilla milkshake, vanilla milkshake with chicken bits floating in it. And my husband was like, oh, first of all, like, vegetarian. <laughs> so, so extra. Ugh. Yeah, it was like, ooh. <laughs> he was like, seriously, fat? I'm like, I don't know. Monica saves it. I guess she... I don't know. Does she use it for cooking or something? I have my own personal opinion is that someone who has fat, it's pretty mm-hmm. much grease. It's, you know, sitting there. It's the, it, it's the mark and, and, and a sign of a very good cook, a good chef. The only person I knew who had fat like that, like pretty much grease saved was my grandmother. And she was an excellent cook. My mom would also always have like a little bit of fat in the kitchen. Now, I, I am very, very proud to say I too am a person who has fat stored. Now, I am not a gourmet chef, but I save the bacon grease. I save the bacon grease. So after I make bacon, all that grease, I just let it run down into my little glass jar and I stick it in the fridge and it hardens. So I have that. It's very rare that I use it because like I said, I'm not a gourmet chef. (laughs) But I do know when my mom comes over and she wants to make fresh beans, she's like, do you have any fat? Do you have any grease, bacon grease, like fat? And I'm like, yes, I do. Ha ha, you thought I wouldn't, but Mm. I do. Gotcha. See, we're vegetarian. We don't (laughs) know this stuff. Hey, but aside from that, throwing it with beans to make the beans taste better, I really don't know what else to use it because I'm trying to cut out that grease. <laughs> so I was going to say, isn't that the stuff that you don't want to be re-eating? <laughs> consuming, yeah. So you can always just throw in a little bit into something just to give it a nice for like flavoring. Mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah, really don't use it for for anything. So that's what happened. That's what that was. That's why it's probably in the fridge because Monica's a very good chef and cook. Ross comes in. He's wearing a tux. He shows up. He wishes everybody would just get ready. And let me see. Yeah, he mentions the speech. Joey's sitting on the love seat, the big, nice, comfy couch. Um, Joey asks Ross if he's nervous. And Ross says, do you want to hear my speech? To Joey, <laughs> and Joey asks, "Am I in it?" <laughs> this is one of my favorite lines. It's so good. You said, 
uh-huh like <laughs> after I thank everyone for you know donating to the museum I, I they sing a song about, oh I sing a song about the wonder that is Joey <laughs> and Joey just smiles <laughs> smiling and nodding <laughs> yeah <laughs> right on yeah it's hilarious well Phoebe shows up and I don't know if Ross has seen Rachel yet or not I can't remember but yeah because Rachel like when as a thing this still might be in the cold like in the very beginning part like Rachel comes out of the bathroom and and he said um okay so hair is hair is done makeup is on uh looks like you just need to get dressed uh and that takes what five six minutes and she says yeah once I figure out what I'm wearing yeah and so then she goes into the room and he's like Ugh. yeah and now we know that she has not not a clue what she is going to wear to this thing and if we sound like we're kind of like all over the place with this episode is because this episode is all over the place. We have the six characters there and Ross is just going to get frustrated as time goes on because he can't get anybody to move off their butt and finish getting ready. Mm -hmm. But Phoebe, she arrives early and she is wearing a yellow dress. It looks like a little bit more on the casual side to me, but I mean, it's very fitting for Phoebe's character. She has her hair up. I believe she has a 90s choker on her neck as a necklace. And Ross tells her that she looks great. He even gives her a kiss on the cheek. And he's like, this is a person who is ready to go. (laughs) We're like, this is someone who's ready. And he tells her, Phoebe, you are my star. And that's when he gives her a kiss. And she's like, <laughs> tell us, tell us what she says. Like, huh, thanks. You're my lucky penny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She's so funny. Yes. It, yeah. I we, thought, it, yeah, I, the dress was really pretty on her. Like, cause it, I mean, it's sleeveless. It was fitting. It was very flattering on her. Um, it could have, yeah, it could be a little more casual, dressed up. But, yeah, but I think I think that's probably where like shoes, hairdo, makeup, jewelry, that kind of thing would have come in. So like the dress. Dr- yeah. yeah. It's a dress that you could wear a little bit more casually with like flat sandals or, you mm-hmm. know, have your hair and makeup done with some jewelry and then make it a little bit more yeah. Uh, a little bit more formal, maybe. Yeah. Her hair was fancier. So yeah. and like can we just talk about Joey and Chandler? These guys are hanging out there and Ross is like, Hey, why don't you guys get ready? And he's like, yeah, we, you know, we will, we still, we have like a lot of time. And he's like, well, I'd feel much better if you got ready. Now, one of the guys gets up and he goes to the bathroom. So who was sitting in the chair? Joey, right? No Chandler. It was, it was Chandler at the very beginning. Chandler was in the chair. And then he gets up like, for the bathroom. We don't we don't see him get up and go to the bathroom. It's like that was from the cold open. And then when we come back from, I think, uh, I don't know. Yeah, this this episode's hard to keep track unless you write down everything that happens because you're not yeah. switching. Scenes. 
Yeah, which is impossible. But, anyways, but like you said, we don't see Chandler get up, but we see Joey sitting and we see Chandler walk out of the restroom. Of the bathroom, yeah. And he goes so, over to Joey's he, in the chair. He made that joke about... Uh, he's reading a Cosmo. He's reading a Cosmo magazine, Cosmopolitan. And he says, uh, uh, he said, I took the quiz. Like, yeah. He said, well, I took the quiz and it's right. I do. Uh, I do put men before career or something like that. I do put my career before men. Oh, is that it? Career? Yes. Okay, I, I couldn't remember the, quite the, the order of that, but yeah. Uh, I did put my career before men. Yeah. So, and then he sees Joey sitting in the big armchair and then he's like, get up mm-hmm. and joey's like what he's like you're in my seat he said how is this your seat yeah. so this is how this is how they're going to spend the entire episode is fighting over this armchair mm-hmm. and chandler is basically it's like he is it's a it's a principal thing it's like he was sitting there he should be able to come back and sit in the seat he had been sitting in but anyway so joey makes he's like well he said, but you got up and, and Chandler says, but I went, wait, what do you say? He goes, it's not like I went to Spain. <laughs> yeah. I went to the bathroom and then Joey makes the point. Well, technically the last place you're sitting is. <laughs> yeah. Cause Chandler, the bathroom. he's like, that was the last place I was sitting in. And he's like, well, technically the last yeah. place you were sitting in was in there pointing to the restroom. Yeah. So, I mean, it is just this ongoing back and forth. Um, keep saying like get up out of the chair you dill hole yeah he calls them names they fight like kids and then Chandler's annoyed that Joey won't get up and then he's all like all right fine you know and they're all like just sit over there and Ross is like just sit there too man you know and at one point Ross not Ross Chandler just puts his hand tell us Whitney what he does to Joey he puts his hand right in front of Joey's face and he says um well I hope you don't mind my hand right here and he has it like right in front of his face he's like I'm not touching you I'm not touching you and he's doing that not touching can't get mad not Not touching can't get mad mad and Joey has like hummus in his hand and like hummus in it like a pita chip or something and he goes to fling his or I guess he flings his pita chip with hummus and I get like to knock J- or Chandler's hand out of the way. And it, he flings hummus all over Phoebe's dress. Yes. So she, the one person who's ready from head to toe now has a big hummus stain on her shirt or on her, on her dress. And this is the answer to one of our trivia questions, because this is how they ruin her dress. And she's, tells she calls them rotten boys rotten boys yep she was so mad she contained herself and just called them rotten boys and they're like sorry phoebe sorry 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 phoebe oh bless her hearts but yeah and like ross frantically like what gets out hummus what gets out hummus yes he's clapping i love that detail it makes it it just elevates the funny because now you're seeing him because he's telling her not to rub it in don't rub it in like what gets out of hummus but he's like what gets out hummus like come on people come on what gets out hummus like you're starting to see ross's desperation and urgency because yeah like you said 
the one person who was ready from head to toe now has to start over. Her dress is ruined and it's a big stain. Mm-hmm. And it's right on her, like on her breast, like at mm-hmm. the top part. So it's not like it landed on the side or at the very bottom of her dress. It's like front and center on her chest. Yeah. <laughs> so now they, they have to try to figure this. it out. So they ask Monica. Monica's there and like, Monica, oh, we'll be we'll be all over the place because Monica, by this point, she's already arrived. She's already gotten there and she's taking her sweet time. You know, Ross is like, can you go get ready? She's like, I just walked in. He's like, I don't care. We only have like 22 minutes left. So they ask Monica, they're like, Monica, Monica, you know. So she was in her room, like, Monica, what gets out hummus? And she's all like, if it is an old message, what is he calling to say? So do you want do you want to tell us what she's referring to? She's obsessing um over a, a message. Like when she first arrived at the apartment, um she had clearly like maybe, I don't know, had gone grocery shopping or something she has a few bags that she's Mm -hmm. putting down and you know she um asks anyone if or asks Rachel if she's checked the messages or the answer machine or whatever so anyway she she goes over and pushes play on the because you know Ross is basically telling her okay now yay funny now go get ready Mm -hmm. you know because she made some little joke ha you're funny go get ready and she's like relax I just got here and so anyway she starts playing the message on, on the machine and one was like Phoebe, one was uh, Ross, and then the third one was Richard. But it was like, it did like a double beep. It, it did, beeped, I paid attention. It beeped twice. So she starts now uh, questioning, okay, because it, it's, it's Richard. And he just basically says, hey, Monica, it's me. Call me back or whatever. Just like a real simple message. Generic, yeah. Yeah, just the call me back message. Mm-hmm. And she uh, starts freaking out. Like, is this message old or new? Old or new? And everyone's like, no, it's old. Because, you know, it's a double beep you know, should I call him back? Honey, you did because this message is old. You already called him back. Yeah. So that's basically like Monica's whole deal. This episode is um, trying to get to the bottom of the Richard uh, message on her answer machine. If you remember, it was just the episode before this one was when she was like spent the entire episode, like devastated and um, like, uh, still reeling from her breakup with Richard. So of course, like this hearing his voice on her answer machine is going to kind of maybe throw her for a loop, um, which it does. She spirals a little bit and obsesses like we know Monica tends to do. Um, but her friends are there and trying to basically talk her down and tell her, no, it's a double beat. You know, it's an old message. You already called him back. You don't need to call him back again. Yeah. And she just is, well, what what, what if it is new? And mm-hmm. like you said, they're trying to talk her out of it because she wants to call him back uh-huh. to see what he wants. And well, if it is a new message, he could have something important to say. And they're telling her that's not it. <laughs> mm-hmm. She also goes to call him 
back. She starts dialing. Um, oh, this is what it is. When Phoebe's all with the hummus mm-hmm. and uh, Rachel comes out and I think she's asking questions about her shoes and she's like, oh, Phoebe's, what happened? And Phoebe, I love how she says this. She's like, hummus, I got the hummus. Yeah. Hummus, I got the hummus. I got the hummus. Yeah. And so that's when Monica comes out. They're like, Monica would know. And Monica, you know, what gets out hummus? And she's like, if it is new, what did he call to say? And, and, and Phoebe goes, oh, okay, great. I'll try that. Yes, because she's asking about a remedy for her, the, the hummus that she got. The hummus. You've already called him back. So don't even worry about it. You know, so she goes back to get ready and she comes out a little bit later. And it's like, she she's cracking me up with Monica because it's like, she's in various like, phases of undress every time you see her she's and undressed change. a little bit more huh yeah even and it changes so she comes out yeah. in like a slip to go underneath a dress but she'll come out in like two different ones oh yeah oh <laughs> yeah because like one of it's like a she's not know, focused one, she's not focused. no no <laughs> she's not she's yeah because one is like a it looks like a tube top kind of uh, and, and, like yeah. over a bra and then another yeah. time it's a different one that's like in the same shape as her bra <laughs> yeah it's interesting monica's all over the place she goes back into her room she's getting dressed she comes out another time she's like i called him and everyone's like no, no. so yeah. she says oh go ahead yeah oh and she and she says that she called him the reaction is like oh no so but she's like no no don't worry about it it was uh just like a a simple message it was it was you know light you know whatever I was breezy and so she says I was breezy and then she goes oh no what if I wasn't breezy and and Phoebe's like oh no how can you know how how can that be because you're in such a breezy place yes that's what it was and she said well I don't I don't know uh how about I let you guys listen to it and they're like well how how can you do that so uh I know the code to his answer machine so mm-hmm. this again, like she is going down a rabbit hole, basically. So she, she goes into the answer machine, lets them listen to her breezy message, which, you know, she just basically tells Richard, uh, listen, I got this uh, message from you on my answer machine, but I don't know if it was an old one or a new one. Um, so, you know, I was just calling back to check. Um, so call me back or no, it's, it's whatever. I'm breezy. <laughs> and she ends it with that. And Joey is like, no, you can't say you're breezy. That negates the breezy. You know, it's like stating that you're, I'm breezy. No, you can't do that. No. Like even Joey knows that. Ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. So that's um uh she she is still she still spirals but anyways as as they're listening to that and they're kind of giving their feedback on her breezy message another message comes on and it's like this woman's voice going hola yesterday was fun uh you know call me back bye so anyways it's like this uh kind of younger you know, fun voice, whatever. And, and, uh, that 
<laughs> Joey says, now she sounded breezy. <laughs> so her heart sinks a bit. Mm-hmm. They, this, okay. they say, hey, you know what? This sounds like Michelle. And it could be Michelle. And I think Monica's the one who's like, it could be Michelle. Yes, yes, Michelle. Michelle is Richard's daughter. Mm-hmm. I remember. She's very close to Monica's age. I think so they were in the same class. They even went, yeah, they even went to some of the same parties and like all this stuff. So um, she ends up, well, she feels a little better because she thinks it's Michelle. But then she's not sure. Like mm-hmm. she's second guessing everything. So how is it that she ends up calling Richard back? Oh, no, no. Because she's doubting it's Michelle, she wants to make sure it's Michelle, she decides to call Michelle. Uh-huh. So she calls her, and as soon as Michelle picks up, she answers the same way as she left her message. She's all, hola. Uh-huh. And then Monica hangs up. She's like, oh, yep, that's definitely her. Definitely I her. thought this was funny whenever she like was starting to dial in Chandler's leaning over her going, Monica, I think you've gone into the bad place. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. But she, she obsesses. She cannot let go until she is 100% sure. Yeah. Because getting over Richard is, is very difficult. And so she's just grasping to any little bit of him. And mm-hmm. she just, she wants to have a reason to call him back. And she mm-hmm. wants to find out if this is Michelle or not, because if it's not his daughter, then who is this other woman who said it was great to see you the other day? The last night was yeah. fun or something. So she must know she cannot get over it. She's obsessing. Well, she just hangs up on Michelle. She didn't mm-hmm. say anything because she's like, oh, definitely her. OK, she's calm. She's relaxed. Now she's going to go finish getting ready. The phone rings almost right away. Phoebe answers and she's all Monica and Rachel's apartment or hello or whatever. And she's like, oh, yes, my ask is calling. And she's like, oh, oh, she covers it up. And she's like, it's Michelle. It's Michelle. <laughs> like she must have that color ID thing. You should get that. You should get that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like we already mentioned this in the other episode um, yeah. where we were talking, but caller ID was an extra additional service. You had to pay extra for that. Yeah. Not everyone had caller ID during that time. Mm-hmm. So Monica obviously didn't have it. Michelle did. She saw the number. She called her right back. Monica Geller. <laughs> So Monica comes to the uh, phone and now she has to talk to Michelle, but she's like, <gasps> she's worried. Yeah. She, she tells her, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. That was me. I, I dialed your number by mistake. Uh, but then hearing her into the conversation, you hear that, you know, uh, Michelle is expressing her sympathy of the breakup between Monica and, and her dad. And, uh, so anyways, um, she continues to talk on the phone with, with, um, with Michelle. And during this, I love this little, uh, little information, like not information, but little conversation between, um, it was Chandler and Phoebe and, uh, Chandler is asking, or he says, he tells Phoebe, 
um, you know what's weird? Donald Duck never wore pants. But when he gets out of the shower, he puts a towel, like wraps a towel around his waist. I mean, what's that about? <laughs> oh, the things you think about. It's interesting. Good point. Good point. Yeah. It is um it's a moo point. <laughs> yeah. But still good. It's a house opinion. Yep. Uh, so Monica is telling Michelle, you know, oh, thank you. Yes, we were a great couple. And she goes off. And I think after that, we listened to Phoebe and Chandler's conversation about Donald Duck. Yeah. We, Monica comes back around with the phone and she's like, hey, like, it's allowed. She ended up telling Michelle that she hacked into Richard's answering machine to listen to the message. She's like, that's allowed. It's allowed to listen to your own message. Yeah, it was my message. Mm-hmm. Well, Michelle didn't like this. I think she ends up hanging up on Monica because Monica looks yeah. at the phone and she's like, oh, that bitch always hated me. Well, because she says, I mean, she's, ba- she's telling uh, Michelle um, that we don't, we, you don't need to really, you really don't need to tell your dad about this. Oh yeah. Like, and she's like, I mean, come on, we're friends. And I guess that's when Michelle hung up. That bitch always hated me. Yep. Um, so now Monica is worried because Michelle wants to tell her dad about this invasion of privacy by Monica Geller. And <laughs> she, Monica had got to fix this. She is desperate. It's just getting worse. She calls back and she is going to just delete her message. But she goes to leave Richard a message also. Um, she says, hey, I did something crazy tonight. I don't know. I don't know. I think maybe I'm getting my period. And, you know, she explains that she called to listen to her message. Something like that. Um, yeah. I don't remember too much after I think I'm getting my period because that's when I start just cracking up. <laughs> it is so funny to me. And I'm just like, oh my goodness. So yeah, she leaves Richard that message. Yeah. She says, you know what? Michelle can fill you in on the rest. Yes. That's how she ends it. And then... When she's done, she presses a number to like indicate she's done leaving a message. And the machine, oh, we have to go back to the beginning too. But the machine uh-huh. says, your outgoing message has been recorded. Yeah. Or saying you just recorded your outgoing message. Monica's eyes get huge. And she's like, outgoing? Outgoing? Did that say outgoing message? And she's like, oh, no. She's realizing she very likely just re-recorded his message. So when somebody calls Richard, that is the message they are going to hear. She didn't leave Richard a message. She totally changed what his answering machine says when people call him and he's not home. Yeah. So she, she left everybody back. a message. Yes. Yeah, so tell us, Whitney, she 
she calls him back. Yeah. To see if well, if that's yeah, really what happened. What, I mean, when, yeah. So she hangs up and then she dials the phone or she dials Richard's number back and the machine picks up and it's Monica's voice saying, um, <laughs> hi, I did something a little crazy tonight. And she's going, no. And then it, she gets to, I don't know, maybe I'm starting my period or something. And, no. <laughs> oh my gosh that's so funny to me it's one of my funniest moments when she's just utterly mortified mortified i'm like oh my goodness yeah they get up because at this point monica is dressed she's wearing a Mm -hmm. very pretty red dress it's very flattering on her Mm -hmm. you know she's got her black hair she looks great Mm-hmm. And her and Phoebe Very are getting pretty. up to walk towards the door to like leave. And she's like, baby, maybe I can call the phone company. Maybe they can erase the message. And something about yeah. changing the his number. Maybe, maybe they, they can, can change, change his number. And tell us what Phoebe <laughs> says. Phoebe says, oh, honey, I think he'll be doing that anyway. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So. It did not uh, end well for Monica. Mm-mm. That was that was her just freaking out the whole time. Oh, before we leave this, when Monica first called Richard's answering machine to beep in and listen to his uh the messages. Yes. The answering machine is all you have two new messages. <laughs> Joey's sitting there and he's like, what a cool job. (laughs) You have two new messages. And he's all, please pass the pie. (laughs) What? I know. (laughs) I'll tell you right now, my husband quotes that a lot. He'll just go, please pass the pie. Or we'll also say, what a cool job. Please pass the pie. (laughs) It's too funny. Everybody looks at Joey like, what? Job? Like, it's not a person. (laughs) It's a machine. Please pass the pie. So going going back to those rotten boys that ruined Phoebe's dress fighting Chandler is saying get up out of the chair and Joey's like no Chandler sticks his hand in front of his face can't not touching can't get mad Ross is like look you guys have to get up oh but then Chandler says oh well I'm gonna sit here on you too and pretty much is like sitting on top of Joey's lap, but he also mm-hmm. kind of looks like he's hovering, kind of like he's holding himself up. And then he kind of like eases down into Joey's lap and he's all, I am so comfortable. And Joey's all like, me too. In <sighs> fact, I think I'm a little too comfortable. comfortable. Yeah. Jeremy can't take it. Mm-hmm. He's like, he jumps up and, you know, he's grossed out. Ross is going to try to fix this. He's like, look, you guys have to get ready. So Joey, no, no, Chandler, why don't you go and get ready? 
And then when you come back, Joey will go get ready and you can sit in the chair. Yeah. He's not exactly thrilled, but he agrees. And on his way out, he's like, fine. But when I get back, it's chair city. And I'm the guy who's sitting in a chair. Because he realizes what he's saying isn't that cool. He's like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to be a guy sitting in a chair. But he is committed. He is passionate about this. And he means business when he gets back. Yeah, he kind of marches out of the out of the apartment. Tell us so, what happens when he returns. Um, I think whenever he comes back in is one of the times that they're all kind of gathered around Monica uh, with the with the uh, answer machine with that whole thing. Joey is actually up out of the chair, um, standing by the by the couch, and um, Chandler busts back into the. Like in his tuxedo, he's got his tux on. He busts back into the apartment, sees Joey, like not away from the chair. the chair. Yeah, he's not sitting in the chair. So it's a race to see who gets to the chair first, and and Joey gets there first. Um, is this one of the trivia questions? Yep. So okay. Yeah. Do you know it? You want to say it? Yeah. Um. I think. Uh. During the race back to the chair, one of the times they filmed that, um, he raced back to the chair, but then lands like real awkward on his shoulder. Yeah. He like fell out of the chair. And it like ends up knocking his shoulder, like he knocks his shoulder out of place Mm -hmm. or out of the socket. Mm -hmm. So they go into like Monica's bedroom and they, you know, I guess pop it back in, but he ends up having to wear, like, I think he actually had to go to the hospital and he was in like a sling. One of the reasons why he's in the, well, no, not one of the reasons, the reason why he's in the sling, the next, I think is it the it's next the very episode? next episode mm-hmm. uh, is because of that. And they had to put that into the story somehow, like how, how did Joey hurt his shoulder? They couldn't say film in the previous episode. So, <laughs> yes. Yeah. They wrote it in somehow. I think it's in the cold open. So before you even see Joey, you just hear him. And then, then you have Joey in the sling. But mm-hmm. yeah, he like really injured his shoulder. Like uh, he, um, I think whenever they popped it back in, it was clear that it wasn't just a, you know, it was going to need some medical attention. Yeah. Um, and they said that Matt LeBlanc, that he was in pain the remainder of the episode. So that happened kind of in the middle of the episode. And because the show takes place in the apartment and nowhere else, they said that they shot this in chronological order. So it's not like, oh, well, we can film this scene and that scene. And even that we could film the last scene first, if it was easier yeah. for us with the set and stuff, they couldn't do that. So everything that they shot here, the whole episode happened in chronological order in real time, like as if you went to watch a play. So this is kind of like in the middle of the episode almost. And he was in pain for the remainder of it. And who knows how many takes they did because uh-huh. he still goes on and does all the other stuff with the clothes like there's still more meat left in this Mm -hmm. episode and they said that he was just like in pain the rest of the time but you would never guess 
Uh-uh. You would never guess. You did a great job. <laughs> so, but yes, that Crazy. is, yeah, how he broke his arm or yanked it out of the socket, whatever it was. It was yeah. very painful. Like the shoulder he, out. Yep. Yeah. Like you said, Whitney, he had to wear a sling in the next episode. So that's what happened to him. Um, so Chandler is now back wearing uh-huh. the tux. He is ready. They race for the chair. Joey still beat him. Um, but he's got to go. Uh-huh. Chandler's dressed. Joey's got to le- Joey has to leave to get dressed, but he decides to take the couch cushions with him. Picks them yeah. up, starts walking out. Je- like Chandler asked him, what are you doing? So I'm taking the cushions, <laughs> but the cushions are the essence of the chair. That's right. I'm taking the essence. <laughs> so like he goes, Joey goes off to go get dressed and then he comes back in shortly after. And he like asks, he like asks uh, Chandler, like, where's all my underwear? And <laughs> this didn't make sense to me. Chandler's argument was weak. Because he said, like, you, like Ross said, you hid his underwear. And Chandler said, well, he took my essence. Well, you hid the underwear before he took the essence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That doesn't make sense. Oh, maybe we told it wrong because Chandler hid Joey's underwear in retaliation for taking the essence of the chair. But he was, he hid the underwear whenever he was in there getting dressed. Yeah. And then when he comes back, he's fully dressed. He didn't go back into the apartment. He hid the underwear before Joey took the essence. Yeah. Hmm. Well, it made sense while I was watching the show. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> you didn't think about it. It didn't make sense. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I told her, I was like, wait a minute. So then he, he did it not in retaliation for taking the essence. He did it just to be a jerky brother Uh because Joey had the chair almost the whole time and Uh Chandler kept trying to get in it and he couldn't. So he was just mad about it (laughs) and hit the underwear. Yeah. Well, Ross asked Joey, oh, why can't you wear the underwear you're like the underwear you're wearing now? Said, because I'm not wearing any underwear. <laughs> uh, okay. They all kind of make faces. Need, I know. Like, why do you need underwear for, or can't you not wear underwear in your tuxedo? Like, no, it's a rented tux. I'm not going commando in another man's fatigues. Yes. Now, let me tell you something interesting that I got from the commentary. Apparently, um, I think it's the Oxford Dictionary credits the word commando as in one of the possible definitions is you're not wearing any underwear. Uh-huh. And they credit the show Friends for this. Oh, and funny. the way it started was, and I'm like, well, I think I got it when I first watched it back then. Uh-huh. But maybe because I was a young, a young youth a juvenile (laughs) and they said that this word emerged from like college dorms. So they said the writers must have gone to college, picked up this college dorm slang and then wrote it into the episode. 
But one of the writers said, I had never heard of this until we did the show. And because another writer wrote that line going commando, she said, but afterwards I heard it everywhere. So the dictionaries, one of the dictionaries is actually crediting friends with the phrase and the meaning of going commando for making it popular. Oh, funny. And being added to American vernacular. So I thought that was kind of interesting. I'm not going commando in another man's fatigues. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. But yeah, so even Ross, he's kind of grossed out, but he wants to get these people moving. So he's like, okay, okay. So uh, then, uh, <laughs> um, yeah. Well, why, why do you have underwear? Why do you have to wear underwear tonight? Uh-huh. Yeah. If you never wear it, why do you got to wear it today? But it's oh, a logical man. explanation by Joseph. Francis <laughs> Tribbiani. Like, okay, I understand that. Okay, so he wants the underwear. But Chandler hit it. So Joey's going to get him back. And he's like, yeah. fine, you had my underwear. I'm going to do the opposite to you. Opposite to you. <laughs> and so Chandler's like, I love Chandler. <laughs> so, what? You're going to show me my clothes? <laughs> <laughs> That would be so funny. He said, hey, opposite is opposite. Yep. Oh, man. So it, the episode goes on. And Rachel has come in and out. Monica has come in and out. Joey comes back. And he's wearing layers upon layers of clothes. His chest is all puffy. Very thick. He's got all kinds of stuff on. I'm like, does he have a firefighter's jacket or pants on also? Like, he has all kinds of clothes on. Pants, shirts, you name Sweats. Yes, sweats. uh, Shorts over the sweatpants. Yeah. Multiple pairs. See, what I always thought was kind of funny, though, too, because, I mean, I know he's not going to, like, literally wearing everything you own, because I'm like, um, where are his sweater vests and where are his (laughs) suits for work? (laughs) You probably couldn't fit them on, but they said that they they had just, like, padding underneath that so that it would look like he had lots more layers of clothes. Yeah. So Joey walks in, and everyone's staring at him like, what on earth? And he's like, Okay, buddy boy, here it is. You had my clothes. I'm wearing everything you own. Chandler's yeah. <laughs> like, ah. And he's all, this is so not the opposite of hiding someone's underwear. And then Joey, this is one of the best lines ever. This is the first time I think we hear someone else impersonate Chandler. And Joey says, look at me, I'm Chandler. Could I be wearing any more clothes? <laughs> yeah. And then he's all, maybe if I wasn't going commando. commando. And then we see Chandler just get disgusted. And he goes, oh, <laughs> yes, that's what he did. And then good job, Whitney. That was excellent. Oh, thank you. Joey continues <laughs> with, I tell you, it's hot in here with all these clothes on. I better not, I don't know, do any lunges. 
he starts lunging. (laughs) Chandler's getting more and more mortified. I am cracking up. Okay, am I the only one? Uh, Whitney, what kind of visual do you get with all of this information? He has gone commando. It's getting really hot. So, you know, he's going to be sweating and he starts doing lunges. What does this tell you? Oh, I don't know if I could say. You probably, I was going to say, you probably don't want to say it out loud. This is what I'm asking you. No. I don't say it out loud. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, the obvious like conclusion here would be <laughs> he has he has sweaty man parts <laughs> and he's getting his sweaty man parts all over the inside of Chandler's, Chandler's clothes. <laughs> Oh my goodness. This is one of the most iconic scenes in the way Joey's dressed. Like they're, they have the friends experience around the country. Yeah. And this is one of the ones like you can put on, I guess a suit or something. And you look like you're wearing those exact layers uh-huh. of clothes that Joey has on. Yeah, I think that's how they did it, wasn't it? It's like everything was like just sewn together and or like just bits of it is sewn together or something. So it looks like it's it looks like it's more, they, yes. Yeah, they basically just uh, made a big suit of it so he could just step into it. This is so yeah. funny. This is one of the funniest episodes. I mean, funniest scenes to date, mm-hmm. like out of the seasons. This is early in season three and we have talked about like in season two, like this is where we feel like they're really finding their groove. Mm-hmm. So they really found their groove at the beginning of season two. You even saw hints of it at the end of season one, but season two is like, they're really just like going for it. And this is just where friends is just rising to the top. they just come up with the funniest stuff. This episode is full oh, it's of it. Brilliant. Yeah. And the fact that they, it was just the six of them in one spot. There's really, no big storyline in this other than I mean there's nothing really moving forward I guess for like a huge huge issue problem there wasn't like a huge Ross and Rachel fight there wasn't right you know things like that right Janice didn't pop up out of nowhere and surprise everybody like none of that this is like daily everyday stuff and you know, after this, Ross is like, come on, get ready. Like, this is where he loses it because Rachel at this point, you know, has given Ross some news that yeah. should I just say what it is or just wait? Yeah, I mean, you might Rachel, as well. Yeah, she has said that she's not going. She's not going to the event. So Ross is like losing it now. He tells them like to stop all of this and go get ready and what the heck and Joey's like, hey, calm down. Like, I was just about to go change. And he's like, whatever, I don't care. He's like, the one person who I care about going says she isn't going now. And, you know, that kind of starts to win her over a little bit. Mm-hmm. But so Joey leaves to go get dressed. Before we talk about Rachel, we forgot to mention something What's about that? Phoebe. Or maybe we never finished oh. talking about Phoebe. Because Phoebe had the hummus. Monica Mm -hmm. never told her how to get rid of the hummus. Rachel has gone in and out 
saying like, oh, should I wear these shoes? And oh, what about this dress? And oh, I forgot this makes my ankles look fat. Mm-hmm. And when she saw Phoebe with the hummus, she's like, well, let's get you out of that and come, I'll show you this. And if you don't like it, you can try on Monica's green dress. And then, oh, if Monica's dress doesn't work for you, come with me. You can try on my other, my other dress. So then Phoebe leaves Monica's room, not in something else. Phoebe says, Rachel didn't have, have anything that I liked. So I thought, oh, okay, fine. Well, I'll be political because she walks out and the guys all make this big old face and sound like, ah, yeah, Whitney. They're like, what on earth? And she's like, well, Rachel didn't have anything that I liked. So I thought, okay, fine. I'll be political. She's wearing a big Christmas bow. It's like this big gaudy, like Christmas bow ribbon, something that you'd put on a package kind of thing. A ginormous one. It looks like it's made out of like six different bows. It's huge. It's almost like a giant filled in wreath, mini wreath. Yeah. It takes up the majority of the top part of her dress. And um, so when she says, okay, I'll I'll be political. uh, Ross says, or Chandler maybe was like, what are you supporting? (laughs) And she's like, "Uh, duh, Christmas. Oh my goodness. It's so funny. Political. I was like, oh my goodness. You know, people have like a little red ribbon or like a little pink one or there's now there's all kinds of organizations and everybody's got like a little color and a little ribbon, but her statement is a ginormous, ridiculous, glittery, glittery Christmas tinsel bow. Yeah. That's her, that's her stance on Christmas. <laughs> yeah, she's, she's, she's for it. And she's um, pro Christmas. She's gonna, uh, it's gonna take up half her chest and yes. you can definitely, Hey, she's that star. Now she's going to be shining brightly, but that's the solution yeah. to hiding the hummus. I know. I'm wondering, couldn't they have maybe found something a little bit? Or... Yeah, but then it wouldn't be as funny. Oh, you're right. <laughs> but yeah, that was, that was good. Now, so basically Rachel now is like been in and out of her room trying to figure out something to wear. Oh, oh yes. And then, but also what I want to throw in there too, is oh. that Ross has gotten even more annoyed because before Phoebe came out supporting Christmas as the solution to hiding the hummus, she came out with like a dress from Monica's closet, like kind of draped over, like the hanger still on it. And she just like poked her head through it. And it's like this short, uh, flowery dress. Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, Oh, Rachel, isn't this perfect for me? And she's like, yes, that is so perfect for you. And she's like, but not for tonight. And Phoebe was like, Oh no, of course not. And like, not for tonight. And then Ross was like, what, what, wait, wait, not for tonight. He cannot believe like, what the hell are we doing here? Like, why are you wasting all this time? (laughs) So Chandler and Joey bickering and fighting. Nope. They're not getting dressed. They're wasting all this time arguing and fighting. Phoebe's trying on stuff that isn't even suitable for tonight's event. And yeah. Monica is freaking out over a phone message. Yeah. So that's where he stands. (laughs) So Ross, I can understand his frustration. Oh, me too. See, in our friends group, 
have you ever seen those like whenever they, people will post a picture of like maybe a scene from this episode since all six of them are there anyway they could just put up a picture as like okay and they talk about ross's frustration like how like uh, com completely identifiable it is it's like or they'll post a picture of a picture from this episode and say hey uh, can we give it up for Ross for not killing anybody during this <laughs> <Yes>. episode? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Tell us about Rachel and Ross. Now. So Rachel, Rachel's been in and out. She's, you know, trying to find something to wear. Like first off that she brings out, which I was like, oh, Rachel, come on, man. You could do better than that. But it's like this, almost like a wool button up jacket kind of thing thing I don't know it's like a gray uh anyways and with like a black skirt she's like does this look like something a the girlfriend of a paleontologist would wear and Phoebe's like oh no you may be the first one <laughs> <laughs> but so she's like and that's when she's like oh never mind this is the outfit that makes my ankles or my uh, calves look fat so she's just doing basically that the entire time trying to find something to wear because remember yeah it'll only take five or six minutes to get dressed once she finds something to wear um and then she is very much into trying to find the perfect outfit she comes back out um like every time she's still like hair makeup done in a robe and just bringing out clothes asking what how does this look and at one point ross um goes in there and he's <laughs> he's like goes into her room to help her find something to wear and if I remember correctly doesn't he point down to like the floor and say something like uh like oh look this this looks nice and she said that's a towel <laughs> <laughs> something like that like anyways and then also he goes, oh maybe you're gonna mention it about that yeah. other dress as little Bo Peep yeah and then so uh, he comes out and she's following him and he's like what I thought it looked nice and she's like that was a Halloween costume unless you want me to go to this thing as little Bo Peep and then she looks at Chandler and says which by the way we uh, I want my sheep back and so he kind of looks over at Chandler and he's like hmm uh, but anyways he tells Ross later uh, me and Joey used them to go camp or as pillows when we went camping and he's like what said sheep hey man what you do on your own time <laughs> <laughs> anyway so it comes down to uh rachel yes i don't know where this goes in i want to mm -hmm. say it's it's before what i think we're about to get into with rachel ross is checking his time his watch oh, yeah so before cell phones you had to have a watch and you had mm -hmm. to wear it if you wanted to know what time it was at all times there's my little joke. And <laughs> Ross looks down. He's like, we've got, and he realizes that his watch has stopped. And he's like, oh no, my watch stopped. So children, your watch on occasion would run out of battery and you would know mm -hmm. it because the time has not changed on the face of your watch. So this has happened to Ross and he realizes, he finds out the correct time. And he's like, seven minutes. I've got seven minutes. Now he's super freaking out. Rachel still isn't ready. Yes. Take and then 
we have Rachel, she finally comes out of her bedroom and she's got like a, uh, maybe a little black jacket and like a skirt and whatever. Anyway, so like a, like a blue dress with the, yeah, oh, that's what it is. Blue dress and like a little black jacket. Yeah. So then she's asking Phoebe what shoes to wear the black or the purple. And, um, Phoebe says black. Oh, wait, do you have little black, uh, do you have black ones with little strappies? And she said, yeah, I do, but they look, they go better with pants. And she said, oh, maybe I should wear pants. Well, at this point, Ross loses it. He finally loses his temper. He's at the end of his rope and he yells at Rachel. Um, you know, I don't care. Like, I don't care what you wear pants, um, dress, whatever just get your butt in there and get some clothes on so we can go. And so she's like, all right. Cause she goes so to she, say something like, but I just think he's like, no, 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 I don't uh-huh. care. He takes the shoes out of her hand. And he throws and them into the room. He throws mm-hmm. them behind her into the room. I was like, Ooh, that's where it, that's where it turned. Yeah, because he's like, I don't care if they make your ankles look fat and blah 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 blah. And yeah, he took that and threw it. Mm-hmm. Get your butt in there and get dressed. And she's like, Okay, all right. Mm-hmm. So she does. She turns in like around and goes back into her room, and you know something's up because girlfriend is not having that. So next time she comes back out of her room, her hair is down. And she is wearing like sweats in a sweatshirt and she's got like a box and something. Anyway, so she's going over to the table and she's just like laying out the stuff on her box and, and he's trying to ask her like, what's up, you know? And, whoa, whoa, whoa. and yeah, I know <laughs> what it are you says doing there? Like, Gert. black tie optional, but this is, you know, it's maybe overdoing it. And, uh, she's like, well, I'm not going. He's like, what do you mean you're not going? Well, uh, ever since you yelled at me or humiliated and yelled at me in front of my friends, I'm just not in a museum benefity kind of mood. So she's staying home. She, he asked her, so you're not going? No, I think I'm going to work or catch up on my correspondence. <laughs> <laughs> I actually quote that. <laughs> I catch up on my correspondence. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. Mm. That's when Chandler and Joey are fighting that the lunges are going on and the showing yeah. of clothes and Ross is, has yelled at them and like, and they're like, oh, yeah, calm down. I was just going to go change. He's like, I don't care. The one person I care about going now says she isn't going. So he makes this big speech and it's kind of nice. Do you want to tell mm-hmm. us about it, Whitney? Like what he says to Rachel, like, look, I'm so sorry. And what can I do? Yeah, he, that's basically what he just says. Because like before, uh, when he's talking to her, he's like, you know, just making sure she's not mad. You know, it's like, you realize this is something I have to go to. And she's like, mm-hmm. Um, and you're okay with me going. This is a... You know, you're not mad that I'm going. I'm not abandoning you while you're mad kind of thing. And she's like, oh, I know, I understand. So that's that whole thing. He's like, honey. And she's like, yes, Ross. And he goes in to give her a kiss. 
And she's like, mm, turns her head. So then he gets on to Joey and Chandler. Then he's like, you know, tells Rachel. Then he goes back to Rachel and is like telling her, you know, how much he loves her and needs her or wants her to be there. And, uh, you know, he can't do this without her kind of thing, blah, 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 blah. Uh, tell me what I can do to make this right. And Joey says, you can drink the fat. <laughs> and he's like hi welcome to an adult conversation <laughs> and and she's like no wait a minute wait a minute, wait a minute. i think he's right you should drink the fat and joey's and, all yay! yay i know he's like yay he's excited about uh, it because earlier in the episode we didn't mention this but he tried to get ross to drink the fat oh yeah beginning. he's like hey ross you want some cider <laughs> He's yeah. trying to hand him the cup of fat, but it's Ross like, didn't go okay. for it. Yeah. So now Ross is going to drink the fat to prove to Rachel that he really wants her to go. And so he takes the glass and he's like, okay. Oh, Phoebe, here, let me get you a fresh glass. That's been sitting out all day. He's like, uh, I think it's okay. Yeah. I think still it's just a, pretty disgusting as is. Yeah. It's still just a glass of fat. So. He says, okay, it's just um, uh, strawberry milkshake. You say vanilla. strawberry or vanilla? Vanilla. Okay, just a vanilla milkshake. It's just a vanilla milkshake with chicken bits floating in it. Oh. And then he's like, cheers. And then he goes to drink the glass and she stops him. And then she goes, oh, you were going to drink the fat. I think you were really going to do that. Uh, well, so yeah. he proved to her that he was really sorry about the humiliate or the humiliating and yelling. And so now she said, okay, I'll go get dressed, which is okay. When she comes right back out of her room and she's got that really pretty Super dress quick. on, I'm like, I'm like, girl, you weren't going to, you weren't planning on wearing that to begin with. <laughs> that was hanging up in your closet and you're saying, no, thanks. You couldn't decide. Uh, she was making it too hard and people love her in this in this dress uh i always oh, thought it kind of looks... looked like a bit bridesmaidy mm. i mean, really good on her. i always love this dress i love the neckline of it her mm -hmm. boobs look really great <laughs> mm -hmm. it's very it's very flattering yeah something about it reminds me of a bridesmaid i don't know why maybe it's just the the, like green the middle color part of it or maybe I don't know, because like the dress itself almost kind of looks like a little bit what Phoebe was wearing, except for it's like Phoebe's is yellow. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's kind of just that kind of same simple. But Rachel's is more contoured, like you said. It makes her boobs look really good, and there's yeah. like a little. I don't know if piping is the right word, like a seam down in the yeah. stomach, so it kind of makes it look flatter. Also, yeah, uh, it's it like it looks very good on her. She looks great. Mm -hmm. so he's very yeah. happy and now they're all about to leave oh earlier in the episode it started raining and ross was like great uh, yeah. that's gonna be even harder to get a cab so oh can we talk about like earlier in the episode also we forgot about this one when um <laughs> when monica gets uh, gets home and uh he says like he tells monica it starts at eight we can't be late <laughs> And he said, we could not, would not want to wait. <laughs> I quote that. 
I still do, do that. Yes. I'll just be like, he could not, would not, went to wait. <laughs> if somebody says something that rhymes with it, I'm just like, he could not, would not, went to wait. It starts at eight. Can't be late. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's good. It's really funny. I love that one. This episode is full of good stuff. Well, and that's why it's so hard to go through it. I think we actually went longer than what we originally thought. We thought maybe since it isn't one setting, it would be real quick to go through this, but there's still so much going on and yes. it's all funny. Yeah, it's all funny. Um, I mean, but that's pretty much everything. And then they walk out because Ross had yelled at everybody. He's like, I've got two cabs. You go, you this and blah, blah, blah. After Rachel had said, okay, fine, I'll go. I'll go change. He runs downstairs, gets the cabs. He comes back up. So everybody's dispersed. They're all leaving. Ross and Rachel are the last ones to walk out of the apartment. And she's all like, oh, and by the way, I'm going commando too. <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh, but yeah, she, um, and she said, like, she gives them a big kiss or no, before that, she said, I have, uh, and I have about five seconds to spare after getting dressed and ready. And then, so they, uh, they do a, my little Bentley. Oh my gosh. He always like, whenever adults kiss, like what Ross and Rachel did, he calls it a married kiss. Oh, yes. That's that's his definition for it. Anyway, so they do a married kiss. And um, she said, well, that's about seven seconds. And he's like, ah, so we're a little late. <laughs> mm -hmm. What I love is the very, very last scene. They're at the event and Ross is ending a joke. And he's all like, so I said, who are you? Cro-Magnum P.I.? And he's Ooh. just kind of laughing. You see Jennifer Aniston, she's just kind of like, like she wants to laugh. One of Ross's colleagues shows up and he's like, oh, Dr. Whatever his name is. Mm. He sits down next to Ross. Chandler had like gotten up like that was Chandler's seat. But this colleague arrives, sits down where Chandler had been and starts talking to Ross. Chandler shows up and he's like, you're in my seat. And he's like, what do you mean your seat? And he has this funny <laughs> accent. What yeah. do you mean your seat? And Chandler's all like, I was sitting there. And I love this. My husband and I quote this, by the way. And he's all, but you left the chair area. <laughs> and so Chandler, he just finishes it. Chandler has been through this before. He's going to cut right to the chase. What does he say to the man in response, Whitney? All right. Give me your underwear. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I know how to handle this. Yeah. So, and this is the area where we see, you know, they said this set was super easy. We just hung up some drapes and put a whole bunch of plants. Mm. And that was it. He goes, it's very uh, minimal. And they were all just sitting at this round table, you know, for. Yeah. Four, and it was for, four, it was for like 20 seconds. <laughs> yeah. It was barely a scene. It was just, yeah. that was it. And so I think that's hilarious. So I just mentioned how my husband and I quote that, but you left the chair area. <laughs> we quote that. 
Um, oh, early in the episode, when Phoebe is there, Ross has already told her that she looks great, that she's his star. And then when Monica walks in, she's like, oh, Phoebe, you look so good. Phoebe's response is, all right, already. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, my husband actually quotes that more than than me. That's funny. Because I'll be like, oh, I love you so much. Remember, we talked about how I'm obsessed mm-hmm. with him. Um, and he'll 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 say, All right, already. <laughs> like Phoebe, imitating Phoebe. Um That's funny. Yeah. Those are, I think, uh, the quotes and the he could not, would not, went to wait. We also quote that. What do you do you quote anything here, Whitney? That yeah, aside from what, what you told us a little earlier? What, what did I say earlier? <laughs> I can't even remember. I don't know. That uh, was several minutes ago. I know. We'll yeah. Think of it later, but we already said I, it. So <laughs> yes, I'm like I cannot even think because also I remember watching the episode and I was like, oh hey, look at that! I quit that one too. And oh, I said the beginning of the episode. And the please pass the pie. Uh, yeah. Was that one of yours? Because I already said that that no. was one of mine too. No. I should have written it down. But... should have written it down mm-hmm. like ross remember when he's got milk mm-hmm. i should have written it down so tell us your yeah. funniest moment then oh gosh this can you even pick so one no uh phoebe i got the hummus is great yeah. um the whole like i'm chandler could i be wearing any more clothes that's just classic yeah that whole thing with um joey and chandler i wrote joey's impression of chandler could i be wearing more clothes yeah the whole going commando and doing the lunges all of that Commando. yeah all of that by far is the funniest i also think it's hilarious when Monica's just absolutely mortified after realizing that she has re-recorded Richard's outgoing message (laughs) about her getting her period. (laughs) Oh my goodness. When she screams no the second time after she heard herself say, I don't know, maybe I'm getting my period or something. (laughs) No! (laughs) It is a deep, deep, sorrowful desperation of, oh, What have I done? <laughs> uh, that's good. That one's funny. Yes, it's so good. I've got trivia questions for the next episode. You ready for them? Yeah. Did we? What were the answers for our trivia questions this week? It was the one with Joey's shoulder, right? Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh. Why did Phoebe call them rotten boys? Yeah. Why did she call them rotten boys? Because you know they got hummus on her and Chandler steal, steals Joey's underwear. So what what does uh, okay. the opposite, what's the opposite that Joey does? Yeah, I, that's what I couldn't clothes. remember. Yeah. yeah. He showed, like, yeah, I'm going to show, what, you going to show me your clothes? Them all. I like that one too. Yeah. What show you do? me my clothes. And then you picture that, him just be like, oh yeah, look at this sweater vest. <laughs> look at these long sleeves, button ups. <laughs> Look, just look. look at the ties. <laughs> so many ties. <laughs> uh, okay, so yeah. here's um 
for our next episode. We've got season three, episode three, the one with the jam. Ah. I've got some bonus questions in here. I've got lots of questions. Question number one. Are Rachel and Ross cuddly sleepers? Yes or no? Question number two. What did Joey take to the movies as a kid? His mom would drop him off at the movies. Ah. What would he take with him? Uh, Question number three. What is the name of Phoebe's stalker? You know, I realized I barely know the stalker's name. I don't think I ever, it really clicked or or registered with me. I remember it. You are good, my friend, because I'm like, oh, if you would have asked me that without watching the episode, I would have been like, I don't, geez, I don't know. David Arquette? (laughs) Who is the guest star? Mm Mm-hmm. Um, question number four, what's Monica's plan to get over her man? Huh. That in, in itself is a, is a big hint. Yeah. And question number five. Ooh. Per Joey, what is the name of Monica's future husband? Joey kind of envisions it. Uh, what's the name he's like yeah i always saw he was somebody named with a name like blank yeah so yes bonus questions that's us hey that's this episode one of the most famous ones it is actually a fan favorite one of the top episodes for the entire series this episode um, yeah. And we see why. It's hilarious. Got tons and tons of funny stuff. And they were trying to make lemonade out of lemons with a smaller budget and keeping everything pretty much down to one set. They knocked it out of the park. They realized that that is actually a perfect recipe for this series. I mean, the six of them together are so, so good mm-hmm. that you don't need like all the extra like the guest stars and the sets and stuff i mean sure you do for the series but not all the time and they're like and what are we going to do with so and so what so and so is going to be doing this episode which was phoebe they had to figure something out for phoebe she got the hummus which turned out to be hilarious oh it's so funny it turned out everything about it turned out to be hilarious i got the hummus hummus. (laughs) supporting duh christmas giant bow is the solution was hilarious oh my gosh so if you enjoyed this episode as much as we did please like subscribe to the podcast share this episode with your friends share the entire pivot show with your friends because we love talking friends with you it enables us to keep coming back all the listens listen to the episodes you have missed Catch yourself up and 99. 99.